Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. No, 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 no one. No one. No one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the mic. Let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. What's up? Welcome back to another wonderful edition of BetQL picking fatties. Follow us on Twitter at picking fatties. Sitting across it is Thursday, March 30th. I am in this Colorado Springs where we're getting again. 65 mile an hour wind makes me Oof. so bitter. Sitting here with JG on a Thursday. Happy opening day. Yeah, opening day. Got a lot to cover today. Opening day, <laughs> MLB. We've got, uh, we're dead to Jason. So just so people know, Jason and I did a show yesterday to drop today. The problem was the audio sucked. And Can't do it. That's the end of it. When the audio sucked, I mean, it was really bad. Like we put one out a few weeks ago, and I didn't know this, so that's why I, now I really check. Even for whatever reason, with Bishop's audio, I don't know. It doesn't do it with yours. Yours is cat because I can I can kind of hear it sometimes with his, and it's never on my end. It's just, he was in the like hotel in South Carolina or something. And it, yes, terrible. and it sounded like it was ass most of the show. It just was awful. And that's kind of how yesterday was a few times and it, and it went on and on and different. So Can't I couldn't, it. I couldn't have Dylan cut it out. So you're here today as a yep. sub Bishop will be back this weekend and you'll be back on Sunday. But having said that sure. opening day, one game in the books, the Nats get hammered again. Of why course. we all, and, and it's just, it's so easy to say why we all just, I mean, you just do even the Braves minus one and a half was like only minus minus one thirty-five today. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, two and a half, two and a half, a plus money, and they're you know they're it's, it's, four to, it's four to two in the ninth, and then they score three runs, and it ends seven yeah. to two. But Done. anyway, opening day, exciting. We have final uh, four to talk about. Yes, sir. And then obviously the finals on Monday night, which you'll be back Sunday to cover that because we'll and, talk yeah. about that on Sunday. And and I I'm going to tell you right now what we'll be covering on Sunday is San Diego State versus UConn. That's what we'll be covering on Sunday. Probably. I mean, at this point, anyone who's not – I hate watching them. I'll just say this. I mean, yeah, it is not going to be exciting basketball. But when you go through the tournament, you know, College of Charleston averaged 80 points a game, 130 games, scored 50-some. You can't – it's all – to me, it doesn't seem like you can hang a six when you play Bama. Can't get, to, can't get a six up. I don't know what Bama's final score was. I can't remember, but – I just know that Creighton average Creighton averages seventy eight points a game, 
and scored 22 or 23 in the second half. And at one point they were two from, you know, and you keep hearing the same story through the tournament with San Diego state two for this two for that one for 29 from three. So there's something to now they switch better than any team in the country. You just don't. And here's what I would equate the way they, when it's playing them, like, you know, I don't know if you, did you play football? For a bit. Okay. Not, not, so not, let's not just really. say, let's just say you're a stud. A guy's a stud wide receiver and you dominate most people, but then there's this guy, he just gets up in your grill and you just can't shake him. Right. But then you finally can shake him, and they throw and you drop the ball and you're like, because you're so you're expecting him on your ass. And I, that's the same as it is when you play San Diego state and shooting, because even though I see teams get open shots against them, they never fucking make them. They just never hit the shots. Yeah. And it's, it's just because it's, it's that catch and shoot right away. You rush, can't rush, get rush. A, they don't let you get a rhythm. Correct. Like, never without a rhythm. I mean, every shot is almost like, it's just a contested shot, right? You can right. see it in the NBA too. Like Donovan right. Mitchell has the ball. I was watching the Hawks uh, Cavs game yesterday or the day before um, just walking around Vegas and you know, he's hit, I think six of eight threes, but on the last three, the dude got him off his spot just a bit clank game over. Like it, right. that's San Diego state. As you said, every single possession, every possession. And and when you are open, yeah. like you said, you you're, you don't feel open, even though you are, you run because the, the thing about shooting a basketball is it's a rhythm, but you also, you know, when you do that, you know, can sometimes they'll make it, which is why they made 23 points. But overall, when you rush and that's right. what they, they force you to feel like you need to rush and they do it to everyone. So to your point, I am not, I just, I just can't imagine. I don't even know. I guess I'll watch that game. I don't know. It's, I can't guarantee it. I cannot. I mean, it'll be on somewhere on a phone, I guess, but yeah. it's going to be a hard watch because Florida Atlantic can play that game too. They can play in the seventies, but they can play in the fifties. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and again, the reason why I'm so confident in Creighton, I mean, I think the, the UConn game, I'm confident in UConn just because I think UConn is a step above any team in college basketball right now, um, which is which is cool. I think they're a fantastic team. They're well-built, well-rounded, very, like, deep, um, experienced team. And I like watching really, that, that Hawkins kid can really shoot. Oh, Ooh. he's a stud, man. A yeah. total stud. Um, haven't had a guy like him also in, in NCAA that has the touch, athleticism, and just overall game and size. He's not little. Yeah. Man. He's not yeah. small. No, he's going to be a great pro. Um, but that Schneiderman kid, I think he was the litmus test for me with Creighton. If Schneiderman hits 50% of his shots against Creighton against uh, SDSU, they win that game. But Schneiderman, he shot 73% from the field against Xavier and 30%. From the field against it's not easy yeah, for that kid one, to miss seven threes. I couldn't. And the big kid for Creighton, I couldn't believe they showed it up close. There was like at least three different times. Now, when he would put his arms up and just jump the three inches off the ground that he's able to get, literally his fingertips were like three inches from the rim. And he would still miss those shots. I couldn't believe what I was watching. How do you miss it, that? It's How true. the fuck do you miss those yeah, shots? I mean, Kalkbrenner is probably an average depth of target you know, or whatever average shot distance of four yeah. feet. He goes yeah. eight for 17. Are you kidding Dude, me? It was great. I mean, and, and he missed three bunnies either way. Like you that said, game sucked. 
it it sucked until the end, and then you see. And and I and I have to say this about the call. Look, you can debate it all you want. It, it it's it's literally identical to the Super Bowl call. Yeah. In these games, when San Diego State plays, they are an extremely, an extremely physical team with with yes. whoever they play. Yes. There were guys for Creighton trying to bring the ball up that were literally getting knocked off their track, and they weren't calling it. So, the end of the game, and someone argued, they're like, yeah, but one whistle for this doesn't need to be a whistle for that. And I'm like, you know, at the end of the game, I mean – do I think he might have hit the shop? I don't know. Probably not. But, and I don't know. It's hard to tell with the hand on the hip. You know, how did he turn him? Did he twist him? But it's the same as in the Super Bowl. You don't call any flags. I mean, the guy gets tackled in well, the middle all, of the field. And, also, you know, how do you not call a foul on the big boy the last time? That should have been a, what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. You know, like that yes. dude got bodied by the right. CSU kid. So, yes. like, he should have been granted. I don't know if they have in the NBA, you know, they have a rule now where if, if you foul before the ball leaves the inbounders hands, it's a technical shot. It's a free throw and then the ball back. I don't know if they have that. I game. don't know if they have that either in college. They, they might. But that kid, Kalkbrenner could have been on the line easily. Well, that's what and I mean. You can't. They never call continuation, by the way. Annoying to me. Oh, that's that's a rule that in college basketball, NCAA it's changed. you know, what's funny. The NC, the NCAA, it's the same. Another identical rule if you move it over to football, which is the pass interference rule. So I'm beat for a touchdown. I'm going to lose the game. It's going to be a 70-yard touchdown, but I'm going to tackle this fucker, and they're going to get it on their own 40. 15 yards, yeah. Yeah. And it's the dumbest rule in in football out of all the rules between college and pro. And this is another one in college and pro. I can't tell you how many times you see a guy, he's bumped, he's hacked, whatever, and he's really in the motion of doing it all, and they call it on the floor. And they love doing it, the refs. They're all animated, those motherfuckers. Yeah, Yeah, pointing pointing to the spot. Like, let me control the outcome, you fucking piece of shit half the time they drive me nuts these refs it's not about you guys ref ref it's not about you yeah like refs refs you're a fucking loser by the way you're a referee okay no one likes you just well and then you and then when i hear that the refs are really ref and i didn't know this but i guess it makes sense if you think about it they're refing games to get to the final four and to get and that I guess I guess that makes sense. I never really thought of it that way. But I just think that when refs, especially in the NCAA tournament, because it's just such a one and done, it's like the playoffs in the NFL, of course, or the college football players. It's such a to let one call. And in that game, that was clearly a come on, he's probably not gonna make it, but but let him try to shoot it and make it. If he misses it, let's go to overtime and let it win. But people disagree, and I get it. Everyone has their own perspective. But yeah. Leading into Saturday's game, uh, I do agree with you on Connecticut, but I got to tell you, I've not seen a team. I mean, I watched man, you talked about Texas when they get you down by thirteen. That game's over. Oh, over. I yes. stopped and looking. Miami at didn't it. hit one. Do you know that on the comeback they did not hit one three point shot to In make the that comeback. Half. Yeah, not yeah, one. I was, just, I was just looking at their their shot chart. Yeah, not one. They're down. They're down thirteen with ten minutes. I was like, damn, man, they're getting ready to get. And you could see it happen. And they were down seven. Then it was right. nine. Then it was eleven. Then it was thirteen. I'm like, damn. And I was in the middle of a barbecue with for my daughter's birthday. And then I I look back and I'm like, all right, Miami's down seven. Okay, still. Then they're down two. Then they're up two. Then they're up five. And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Yeah. They're, Texas is toast. And let me say this, Texas can flat play. So 
I know Connecticut's probably going to beat Miami, but let's not forget Miami made it to the elite last eight last year and lost. And this is a crazy stat. Did you know, do you know how many people on Miami's team this year were on there last year? Did you, do you know this answer? Uh, I'm going to, on the starting starters or just in general? No, the entire team. Two. Zero. Zero. So same as Kansas State. Now that doesn't sound right. Kansas State's the same way, by the way. Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was Kansas State I was thinking of. That doesn't sound Uh, right for Miami, does it? Well, oh no, Wong had to be there because he was being shopped around. Yes. So maybe that, maybe it was Kansas State, what I heard, where they had zero zero four transfers. I know that Miami has four transfers that are contributing in a major way this year. Four, right? And that's 80% of a roster or at least 50%, 80% of starters. 50% 50% of relevant now, players on your roster. Do you think if you had to, because this is, this is an intriguing number. Do you think the 149 and a half, forget, forget the San Diego state total, whether it goes over or under, you, you can't, you can't play, you can play the under there. You can't play the over. And then if you lose it, say, eh. but in the Miami Connecticut game, I mean, Miami just, I mean, dude, you put up 80 some on Texas because Texas locks you up. They're like Connecticut. I mean, they've right. shut everyone down. Do you think one for, I think 149 is a little enticing to me with that because Miami, do, hey, Miami doesn't play great defense. Don't, don't get it twisted. They'll give up, they'll give up 70, 80 points. It's just hard for me to take an over, dude, when the team didn't make a single three and a half. I know that, like, yeah, they get to the hoop, they get to the rack, whatever. But, and when you watch what Connecticut can do and you watch yeah. what they did against Gonzaga, did you, did you watch the Gonzaga Connecticut? It was a, it was I did. A, so that did, was, could, could you had, believe when you were watching? When you I, were, no, but I, I could mean, because that was I followed my boy Skip. And that no, was no, no. Play I'm talking about the at the moment, but at the moment of truth when it's happening, <laughs> I'm sitting at my neighbor's and, and he said, "Well, this should be a good second half." And I'm watching it, and, and, you, and it goes from nine, it goes 11, 13, 15, 18, and you're like, "Whoo, better take a breath because this this could almost be." But then it goes 21, 23, 26. I mean, it's over. I'm talking about in like yes. three, four minutes. Done. They had the announcer. It was awkward. It was, yeah. it was literally awkward. The announcers were in that situation where they were like, well, you know, and they're talking about Timmy coming back. I mean, there were 11 right. minutes left in the game. Yeah, Timmy. Tim, you know what Timmy needs to do is realize that he is exactly what he was in that game against good competition. He is dog against shit. Yeah. Yes. He's dog shit. That he was the Baylor game on. all over again. And that's yeah. why Gonzaga is a mid-major. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. He Blue couldn't, he don't couldn't get make free throws. Like that. He yeah. could not make free throws. Gonzaga couldn't make. In fact, Mark Few, I'm going to go on. Mark Few has seen Mark his. Poo. Mark Pooh. Yes. He's seen his time there. Gonzaga. Yeah. That's great what you do every year, but you have proven again, when you play real teams, the best of the best. Now, I don't think this is these two teams between the Baylor, the team that got waxed by Baylor, and then this team. I just don't think they were some of the better Gonzaga teams. But uh, I just think you're going to get the same from Gonzaga. The, the portal, and the portal in general, has changed yeah. college basketball. Like Bishop and the Bishop has said a million times. But I'm back sorry. to I'm that. Sorry, game. Though, I have to say. UCLA UConn would have been a fifty times better game. Oh yeah, no question that that doesn't happen. Now wait a minute, let me. I'll rephrase a healthy UCLA, not that right. Oh right, 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 right. Because UCLA just got tired against Gonzaga, and Connecticut does the same. But I'm not sure that you see Connecticut because Connecticut has a pattern in this tournament. They play a bad first half, 
except again, even against Gonzaga, that was not a good, that was an ugly first half for Connecticut. It was just Gonzaga is not that, just not that good. Right. But they come out in the second half and they just hammer teams. I don't know if that's going to happen with Miami, but it could, but I don't know. I just feel like they're going to score. I feel like it's going to be a race game up and down the court. I just don't think that Miami's brand of winning works against UConn. You know, Texas went, I think, 11 minutes and scored eight points or something like that. That's not going to happen against UConn. It just won't, right? Like, they're not going to go 10-plus minutes and score 12, 15 points. If well, UConn yeah, needs you a bucket, say that. they can usually get a bucket. You say and, that, but may, I don't know that Miami – Miami didn't shoot the ball that great against Texas in general from three at all. No, they. I don't even think they attempted hardly any three. I mean, they they only attempted eight threes the whole game. Right. I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, but honestly, dude, Texas being out to see was a much bigger. That was much bigger than I had given it credit um, at the time. Yes. Well, we talked. They're about deep, that. but they're yeah. not that deep, and and it's just too much to put on their guards, right? Like, Timmy Allen's a stud. Hunter's a stud. But how about this score? You ready? 83 to 68 final. I mean, that's not going to shock you. Well, it doesn't go over. It does go over. It's 149 and a half. 83, 68, uh, 151, baby. 150. That's what I'm saying. You can see that type of score. Remember, Gonzaga. Yeah, what that's, Gonzaga? That's why I'm taking. That's why I'm taking UConn. UConn. You're yeah. you're riding UConn too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. You know what you saw with Gonzaga. I've never seen a team in a in a in a to uh, with a chance to go to a Final Four. At any point in the second half, I think they were three for twenty-six at one point. That's just like the ball wouldn't wouldn't it wouldn't go in the hole for Gonzaga. So it is. What I it think is. SDS. So I put a fat nut on SDSU plus three seventy-five um, in Vegas. So I got that ticket upstairs. You mean to win it all? To win it all? Yeah, yeah. I I think I might roll it on SDSU on Saturday. I think if you're going to take them, I mean, they're going to have more of a, whether it's Miami or Connecticut, it's just not going to, it's just going to be a tough, tougher, especially if it's Connecticut, because Connecticut, Connecticut, what they'll do is they'll just get San Diego State in foul trouble. Well, I'm going to hedge. I'll hedge. Yeah. So I'm going to take SDSU on Saturday, though, to just hammer FAU. Yeah, why not? The more I think about that game, I don't see how FAU is going to score at all. Unless, unless they go nutty. No, but we say we say that we said it against a couple of games ago. They just figure it out. I mean, they I just know, do. dude. But I don't think I don't think SDSU like. Man, have you seen any given Sunday? Of course, of I should have been in the yeah. movie. Yeah, should have been in the movie. Yeah, you should have been in the movie. It's true. Um, you remember the team they play? That mean ass team. Yes. The last game of the season. That's SDSU right now, bro. I agree. They're they're dude. They're they're. Look, I wasn't before the tournament started. I was not. I unfortunately, I have to watch the garbage. They're on. They're on every week. They're on out here every fucking week. They're on. Oh, SDSU, week. yeah, yeah, because it's Mountain West. Right, right, right. So I've watched them fifty times this year, twenty times this year, and it's not Brutal. been pleasant to watch. No, but it's not pleasant at all. I didn't think. You know, I understand what they do against the Mountain Poo because that's a Poo conference, even though everyone thought it was great. It's not. It's not a very no, good conference. Not, but to watch them do that against Creighton, who averages 80, and Charleston, who averaged 80, and Bama, who averaged – I mean, come on, Bama, number one seed, couldn't score. for couldn't when score. Every team does – the thing that the thing that San Diego State does, 
I meant to say this. I might have said it on yesterday's show, but since no one's going to hear it, I guess it doesn't matter. This is the most critical thing that they do. I might have said it on Monday, though. But they will make a team, and then Florida Atlantic will go through this too. They will make a team experience multiple lulls during a game of two to three minutes with zero points. That adds up quick on you. You know, one time is one thing, but they'll do it to a team multiple times where you'll see the they'll flash it. Uh, Creighton hadn't scored for two minutes and 28 seconds. Creighton hadn't scored for four minutes and 10 seconds. Creighton had, you know, it happens a lot with uh, San Diego State. That's their only way to beat Connecticut and or Miami. Now, Florida Atlantic, I think it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a, a, a bloodbath. I think they're both very evenly matched. I agree. Want to know a, a tasty little nugget here? And this is this matters because you have to find ways to win or have a consistent way of winning that people just can't figure out to win an NCAA tournament. If you just think back, like the teams that have won over the years, you know, SDSU has not had in the last five games the same high score. Oh, I know. Repeat. Absolutely. So they can get scoring where they need to when they need to. Everyone does it. Tramel does it one day. Big guys do it another. Yep. Absolutely. So, and that, that's like, what that is unique. That's going to scare me. If I'm FAU, what am I supposed to do? Because they're going to be like that kid at FAU, the big donkey white boy, good player, decent. But I mean, if they lock down Kalkbrenner, they're going to shut his ass down too. Yeah. He'll uh, have some fits now. He's a little, well, he's a little bigger to me than as far as uh, Size, you know, I mean, maybe height-wise the same, but he just maybe looks a little meatier. Tired. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way he he comes across, but he looks. But yeah, yeah I mean, actually, it's true. The, yeah. the thing about the, the the thing about I don't care about him, whether it's him or the other guy or the other guy or the other guy. The bottom line with San Diego State is they'll just make it difficult on any of you because they're just men in these college units. They're just men, man. When you look at them, they're ripped. They're big. They're strong. Huge. And they're all, you know, they're six nine, six ten, and athletic as balls. So, a six nine, six ten athletic guy against the big stiff for FAU, who's seven feet. But you know, right. they'll out, they'll they'll out muscle them. They will. They just will. Yeah. And and Johnu Davis, love you, bud. But like this, this is where yeah, Butler, he's going to have trouble today. The next this is year. where loyal Chicago Butler, like teams, run into a wall. The Michigan State teams that luck box in the Final Four every six years, like. It's it, the the show and like this is where it comes to an end. Unfortunately, sorry, I'm sorry. Anyone that doesn't like SDSU, you're not going to enjoy Saturday's game. No, I can see it. So let's shift. So we we know you have SDSU, and we'll go over the what happens on Sunday, and then give the national natty pick. We know you like San Diego State. You like Connecticut. I still yep. like that over and, and probably Connecticut. I don't really have a vibe at all on I'm going to take the over actually too. I'm going to I'm going to recant my I mean I like UConn, but it's very hard to bet against Miami right now, right? Like Well, how, I mean you, you, you come back, you come you put up almost 90 on Texas. If you really look at Texas in the tournament, they locked up Princeton. Yeah. No, no, they Creighton played Princeton. They locked up Xavier. I mean Xavier yes. scored they Xavier punished. scored a ton of points the last five minutes when yes. the game was over. They scored a ton. They locked, locked them up, up. Penn State. They locked up Penn State late, and mm-hmm. Penn State was a very hot team coming in. Yeah. Um, they just they, – they're another team that can lock teams up. I mean, they locked up Kansas twice near the end of the year and held them in the 50s both times and hammered them. 
Yep. So what Miami did is impressive. I'm just saying that's not if 152, 155, okay, but 149 and a half, it's not a bad number. But let's shift quickly. Oh wait, sorry, you were saying that who Miami locked up or Texas? No, I was saying yeah, because Texas, Texas might have. By the way, if you listen to the Miami doesn't lock you up. No, no, they don't. They, but but they but again, they're just a great team, right? Yeah. And they're resilient. And but t- they went through on the broadcast the Xavier game, going through some of Texas's wins. Texas might have had the best resume of any team in the oh, NCAA going into the tournament. Hundred percent. You hammer Kansas twice near the end of the year. Baylor, like crushed Kansas, Baylor. Yeah, killed Kansas both times. That alone, where you kill Kansas twice within a month, and you kill Baylor. Yeah. I mean, that alone, that resume is, you know, so I would agree with you. That's what I mean. So for Miami to be, and and it's one thing if you're up the whole, but to be down 13, not hit any threes and still come back. It's, it's insane that it's not only win, but win pretty handily. That's my point. It was a 20 point swing in 10 minutes. It's just hard to do that. And I understand Texas was without the one kid, but just saying, Texas still yeah. has a lot of other guys. So, uh, MLB, you're going to talk real quickly about. Uh, well, I want. I have an M- NBA pick tonight. So oh. the NBA, we're starting yeah. to get starting to heat up a little bit. Oh yeah, there. the end of the year. We got a great, great game at 7:30 Eastern. Who is Bucks, it, Richie? Bucks Celtics. Who Bucks? Hey, could did what? Did what's his name miss? He just he just didn't miss last night. The kid for the Bucks. Oh, holiday! holiday. It, was, it was absurd. I mean, it was unreal, dude. The Bucks had a hundred and six points going into the fourth quarter, right? And then come out and score another forty. <laughs> it was absurd, dude. They're I crazy. mean, that absolutely insane. Um, the Celtics are going to win though tonight. They're going to win. They are. Oh yeah, really? Because, dude, the Bucks get a little bit. This is what happens to they get a little bit tight. Unfortunately, I fucking hate the Celtics. I hate the Celtics. But you like them tonight. That's a ballsy like pick. Where's the game? In Milwaukee. In it's in Milwaukee. But you're taking Beantown plus. What are you getting? Five. You got to right. be getting five. No, I'm getting two and a half. That's why. That's how you know. Whoa. That's how you know. Vegas so is, knows. Is, Everybody is, knows. Is the big kid not playing then? Because that doesn't even make sense. That line. they're all playing. They're all playing. It's it. It's that's just almost begging you. They're, that's begging you to they're take dying Milwaukee. for you to take Milwaukee. Correct. Jesus. And they're dying for you to take the over. I mean, think about this the other night. It's the same Celtics team. The other night that goes into the wizards who absolutely blow yeah. hog and they get yeah. hammered. Yeah. Wow. And, but that's who the Celtics are, bro. Like if you, right. I, I, I watch this, I've, I've been watching an insane amount of NBA just cause I, I'm obsessed with betting NBA totals, by the way, jazz, if the Jazz are playing a team that averages more than 105 points a game, they play no defense. So hammer the Jazz. The Jazz any, truly don't care about defense, do it they? It is unreal. They gave up 117 points to the Spurs, Skip. I know. I could scary. start on the Spurs. Legit, I could start on the Spurs. I that, wish you could and I could be your manager because that would be yeah. the end of this, doing Correct. any of this. That's tonight. true. It would be the end of it. But uh, so, yeah, that game's going to be money tonight. I would just take – I would rather Celtics. Um, and then we have Denver, New Orleans. Another awesome game. You probably didn't watch it. A lot of people didn't. But, dude, the Warriors-Pelicans game on Sunday night oh, – or, sorry, they, on Tuesday night. Did they flip was, it on them or what? 
to Drain, that Draymond. Here's it. Can I just say this to you before about the NBA championship? I don't care what anyone says until the until you knock Golden State out. Watch out. Hundred percent. And increasingly the Lakers. And it kills me to say this because I despise LeBron, but it's going to be tough, man. I mean, they're they're not a very good team, but D'Angelo is a better fit than Russ. Anthony Davis is the biggest enigma in the NBA, maybe history, because he's literally the most talented player that's ever stepped on the court. And he plays like a six foot two little bitch half the time. I mean, he's taking like fadeaway elbow jumpers when he's seven, nine. Crazy. And then we have LeBron, who is LeBron. I mean, he's clearly not nearly as good as he used to be. But all that said, I don't want to play the Lakers in this. Are they season. definitively in the. They're in. They're in. And not the not the full shebang. They're in definitively top 10 play in tournament. So they could lose the play in tournament games. Easy, right? Lose play. I wouldn't be shocked. They could make the Western conference championship. Wouldn't be shocked. That's how Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde, that team is the Lakers. How does, so, well, we'll get into the, yeah. the format once we get other quite one more question for you and we'll cover this. I just want you to ponder this and then I want to cover it with you on Sunday. What are your thoughts on the Lamar Jackson situation? Oh my God. Is he an is he an, is he a dumb dumb for saying? First of all, I heard a bunch of stuff, and we'll move on, and we'll get we'll we'll cover a lot of this on Sunday when we because we'll cover because we got the Masters coming up next week, but we'll cover obviously the two games, and then I do want to dive into some NFL, but we we're deep into it today, but I want to dive into some NFL free agency. I just think with Lamar, it's so simple, and he's really making a name for himself in a bad way with these owners all because the worst ways. Yes. well. I understand where he's coming from in one respect, but when you won't budge from guaranteed money of 230 million, if I'm an owner now, the only, I did say, say this, I do. I, I still don't know why the commanders aren't jumping all over him and trying to finagle some shit because he immediately takes the commanders. He's much better than whoever's going to play for him. Yeah. Yes. But they won't do it. I don't, I don't. So something's, and I know it's because he, apparently he won't budge off his guaranteed number. He just won't do it because, because the Browns were stupid enough to give Deshaun Watson and waste a quarter of a billion dollars. He thinks now he needs to get all of it guaranteed. And from what I'm hearing, owners are not going to do it, but we'll jump in more on that on Sunday. So lastly, MLB futures. I want to know what your tickets, you're holding some tickets. Obviously the season started, but. And then I want to hear your teams that, and we'll get into baseball more and more because that's going to be all there is here pretty pretty soon. So, um, my my girlfriend from Southern Orange County, her dad is a diehard Angels fan. Been dating her for three years. Every year I've taken the Angels over. Every losing. year I've lost. Losing. Yeah, why would you do it? It's a terrible play. Hammered it again. Hammered okay, it. It's hard. It's hard to four. lose. It's hard to lose four. Wow, your boy. But even odd plays, it's hard to lose four in a row, Skip. I get it. And your boy, your boy Trout, he did say this year, we have to make the playoffs. So you can cash that ticket, right? Because that's half a billion dollars worth. I need 83 wins. Can you get me 83? Most overrated athlete in my lifetime is Mike Trout. Yes. I mean that team is such so. Pathetic. Bryce Harper was, but Bryce Harper produces, and I and I I will eat my crow on that. Well, and he plays. Right? Trout, like, Trout, plays. It's cock, Trout hits more meaningless home runs than any player ever. He plays well in three games a year, 
Uh, all of them are in April. No, you'll then, see they're down eight. It'll happen 50 times this yeah. year. They're down eight to one. The game's over. It's top and of the night. Nobody bombs, on. Yeah. Yeah. And and no, he'll or or that's eight to zero right. in the fifth inning, and he'll hit a three run homer, and then it's not ten to three, and he'll hit a a, a solo shot. And then and then the All Star game, he'll hit two meaningless dingers and win MVP right. the All Star game, and everyone will think oh, he's some yeah. I, I know. I just think he sucks. Yeah, and I I completely agree. Also, I'm sorry, never but, plays, but effing play, okay, dude. Right. Like, and also don't strike out, don't hit the ball against Otani, okay? Don't fan. Right. Like, I get it was a good at-bat, the World Baseball class. By the way, when that game ended, did you care? I didn't really care. I liked watching the theater, but I didn't really know what we lost. I could care less about Japan, and I don't care about the World Baseball class. At I'm, all. I'm sorry, I don't. But I was watching it because I bet on it. Of course I bet on it. But the fact is, is Angels over 82 and a half. We're going to get the one of 83 tonight against the Athletics. All right. And then we have a pesky... Bing. A pesky team down in Miami. Yes. Now that I like. That I like. Over 84 and a hook. We're going to get to 85. First win is going to happen today, Skip. I can cash these tomorrow. Vegas will probably buy me up. You should see if they will. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call them. I'm going to call the the, the casino tonight. All right, Richie. Um, What else? And and then I did not take Nats under. I should have. We should have. I should have. It was 59 and a half. It's just too... It's just too low. Um, but then I took Braves over 94 and a half just because that, that, that team, I mean, they're just ridiculous. Right? They're silly. Like, if they're, if um, they stay healthy, they'll, 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 they'll tick. It, it was kind people. of a donkey move to take, but that's Braves. a brutal division. I know it's kind of a donkey move to take Braves over and Marlins over. Um, but I took one more over in um, out West or uh, in the AL. I took Tigers over 79 and a hook. So Love we gotta it. get to 80 for the Tigers, 95 for the Marlins, 85 for sorry, 95 for the Braves, 85 for the Marlins, 83 for the Angels. And then we've got a nice little vacation nut. Take the old girl. Love it. Yeah. I'm gonna win all, right, all those. Roll it then. Roll it, roll it, roll it. We're back on Bishop and I will be back. God, this week's flying. Bishop and I will be back on Saturday. Mm-hmm. JG will be back on sunday sunday we will recap but i do want to we'll start to get into i do want to do a little free agency talk on sunday with you i just want to get your opinion and then uh, other than that i think that's it so good luck tonight boys if you play any of these plays if this thing comes out i think you hammer i think just think you I just absolutely hammer the angels that they go one and oh and see what happens uh, yep Back next, uh, like I said, Bishop and I will be back Saturday. Good luck. We'll talk soon. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out fatties. 